Welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Mindset Podcast, where we believe that in order to grow a successful business, you need just two things, the right marketing strategies and the right mindset. I am your host, Maria Benz, and I am the founder of MBM Agency, a digital marketing company who helps service-based businesses grow their revenue using online strategies. And I am here to share with you all of my tips and pointers every single week when it comes to digital marketing and business growth. Today's episode is sponsored by our premium Wix templates. If you're totally stumped on how to build your own website, but can't afford to hire a designer, that does not mean that you should skip out on the important things in the process like professional design, sales formula copywriting, and search engine optimization. Our premium Wix website templates are created with marketing and sales in mind. And the best part is that you can have a professional looking and functional website in just under 24 hours. Our website templates are completely stress-free. They're easy to use, so that means no Photoshop or coding required. They are designed to convert based on our signature homepage formula, and they are ready to launch as soon as you are done designing. So if you want to check this out, get it at mbmagency.com forward slash shop and use the discount code mindset to get 30% off. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. I am so excited today to chat with Ali Shaw, who is the founder of and CEO of Tape Reel, which is a new subscription-based social network where you can record and only engage through unedited, unfiltered audio and video tapes. So I'm so excited to chat with him today about Facebook, Instagram, about today's traditional social media and kind of what's coming in the future. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Maria, for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. Of course. So before we kind of dive into social media, tell me a little bit about yourself and your journey to how did you get to where you are today? Uh, okay, so where do we begin? Where do we begin? <laughs> um, basically, uh, you know, I've, uh, I'm married, I have uh, five children. Uh, mm. They're all boys. They're all eight years and under. Oh, wow. That's so, fun. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a chaotic household and a chaotic life, but, um, you know, it's, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, bef- I mean, like I've always been kind of like an entrepreneur, entrepreneurial person. Like I've always thought of new business ideas and this is not my first startup. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a couple startups before this that I launched, I failed, uh, but you know what? I learned a lot along the way, and I feel like I had to go through that journey to be able to uh, reach this stage where um, you know I'm actually applying all the things that I've learned, the experiences, um, still continuing to make mistakes, but mm-hmm. that's es- essentially how uh, I'm learning and improving myself on a day-to-day basis. Um, yeah, you know, I. I think there's some stat, I can't remember it now, but I remember reading when I first began my entrepreneurial journey a while back, I remember reading a stat where it was like 
um, to reach a successful business, a person starts like five to seven businesses or something like that. And I was like, five to seven, goodness gracious. <laughs> but it's so true. Everyone who I talk with, and you're absolutely right with every single thing, we learn something for the future that helps us later on in life. Yeah. And there's two sort of uh, approaches to it, right? One is you learn, uh, you fail at the business and then you try something brand new, but mm-hmm. other times uh, it's not, you might have failed at just that angle of the business. And so you just have to make some minor pivots or Mm -hmm. tweaks to figure out and and reposition the business so that it actually adds value to your customers or your market. Um, So that, you know, you can fail and try something brand new, or you can fail and try and optimize on it or, or tweak it to, you know, hit the sweet spot. I really like that, that way of thinking. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I don't think there is a startup out there or a business <laughs> out there that starts off with just, you know, um, the final and optimal solution for the market and, and mm-hmm. you know, suddenly becomes a success. Uh, it's always a, a process, a, a journey, the way I like to call it. Yeah, yeah. So I am super curious. Tell me about your new social network and how did you even get the idea to start it? So the... The, the the idea to start it uh, actually stemmed from a journey that I took to South America, oh. uh, where I spent some time at a shamanic retreat. Um, getting to that point, um, I was going through a pretty dark period of my life. You know, we had a house, we had a couple cars, kids, but and and I had a decent contract job, and and you know, there was no reason for me to be unhappy, but I wasn't mm-hmm. really satisfied. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like there was something missing in my life, um, some kind of purpose. And so I took a sabbatical, uh, went down to South America, spent time at this retreat, worked with some sacred plant medicines. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, it was it was a much needed break from the day-to-day grind and the, the rat race that I, I found myself in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was on this journey where I kind of processed a lot of things, uh, like emotionally, psychologically, even spiritually. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was when I came back, um, you know, I had this idea to start Tape Reel. Now, originally, we launched as uh, Tape Book. Okay. Um, and the idea was that, uh, you know, it takes two people to uh, record a conversation on Tape Book and post it for the community. Mm-hmm. Um, so we launched with that we uh, attracted some early adopters uh, got some feedback from them a lot of them wanted the ability to uh, record solo as well okay so we launched that in November and then we rebranded to tape reel around April um, and it's been an up and down journey like uh, you know I uh, lost my development team in May oh, June wow. um, because of uh, covid and all the craziness that was happening in the world oh yeah lockdowns and whatnot um some of it was also partly my fault and and i take responsibility for it you know um i'm just learning a lot about uh Mm -hmm. leadership teamwork and um those type of uh you know soft skills that are also important to growing Mm -hmm. a business um, and now we're, you know, here today, we, I, and I was able to find a new development team and, uh, we've, uh, kind of repositioned tape reel to be more about, um, 
documenting journeys, exchanging ideas, and sharing progress on your personal, creative, or intellectual projects and goals. Um, you know, we we have photos uh, that uh, tend to capture a moment in our time, uh, mm-hmm. a moment in time. But you know, and we can keep those in like a photo album. But we don't really have one for audio video, and so that was the inspiration as well for tape reel. Is that let's create a photo album uh, for your memorable conversations and moments in your life, uh, but completely raw and uncut through audio and video only. I really I love that idea, and I love a part of me loves, and a part of me is like, oh, scared. Like I love the fact that it has unedited and unfiltered because I feel like we, today we live in such a world where everything is so filtered. Everything is so edited. People are scared to post a natural picture, I think to social media, you know, um, what kind of inspired the idea behind that? Well, first and foremost is I have kids and I think that was a big catalyst for me because I just thought about the repercussions that this would have on their psyche if they Mm -hmm. entered a world where everything is kind of like fake not based on reality uh filtered or uh you know it's it's not an authentic representation of life and 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 everything that comes along with it um so that was was part of the motivation is like okay let what if i created a platform where we take away all that fluff and and that need for like social comparison or mm-hmm. um, all the other stuff that comes along with it and just focus on people being themselves, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like we leave the house wearing a filter <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. that we go put out into the world. I mean, of course, everyone have has their masks and, and you have different <laughs> roles to play. Uh, but, you know, it's not like you're putting the Amaro filter on yourself to change who you are. And, yeah, uh, yeah. That's kind of the idea behind it is that, you know, we can, we can learn a lot also from each other through this uh, expression of, you know, your, uh, your journey and, and what you're going through or what you're thinking and feeling. And uh, I think there's, uh, it's a great way to learn as well. Yeah, yeah. How do you think we are, can protect ourselves from the current dangers of social media? Uh, sorry, did the uh... Can you still hear me? Oh, yes, yes. Okay, sorry, it just it cut off there for a second. Oh, no worries, no worries. No, um, my question was, how do you think we can protect ourselves from these dangers of social media today? Well, I think what's important is to understand what social media is, which is media. It's not a replacement for human connection. It's not a replacement for um, connecting meaningfully Mm -hmm. with people Mm -hmm. it is media and it's great for what it does it's great for entertaining yourself you know you're bored you want to scroll through your feed that's perfectly fine Um, and it's great if you've got a business or Mm -hmm. or something you want to promote and reach an audience and target them that's what it's there for it's good Um, I think in terms of protecting uh, ourselves is just having the self-awareness to understand what these platforms are designed for Mm -hmm. and and what they do. So their revenue model obviously is uh, ad 
ad-based and the longer they can keep you on their platforms, the more engaged you are, the more ads they can serve you, yeah. uh, the more money they can end up making. And that's fine because the product is free. So, you know, they, they all obviously have to keep uh, the lights on and, and yeah, the server yeah. costs and everything else in the back end. So um, I think when you have that self-awareness, you can kind of not get sucked into maybe like the algorithm or yeah. the filter bubble that results from these platforms, right? It's like uh, that basketball player. I think it was Kyrie Irving who went on YouTube and went down the rabbit hole of uh, oh, I remember earth. this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then he, he tweeted, he's like, yeah, the earth is flat. Like he just started believing it because that's all that he was. That's all, what, know, he, yeah. He what, what, yeah. So, the, so the algorithm just kept reinforcing his belief. So, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's important for be, people to be self-aware about how this these platforms work and what they're designed for. Yeah, um, I love that you mentioned the word media, because I think that gets so lost, you know, people go on it every single day, and you're like, it is a media, it is there for entertainment purposes. And I think so often people tend to forget as it's become such a part of our day to day lives. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've been in marketing for a while. So I, I understand kind of the thought process behind social media. But I've had friends and maybe you've seen this, have you seen the what is it called the social dilemma, I think on Netflix? Yes, yes. That's yeah. A great so I remember people that are not necessarily in marketing, they saw that and my friends were like, Oh, my gosh, you know, like, they were just so mind blown of the everything how it all works on the back end, like, we don't think about that as we're living our day to day lives. We don't think about how it affects us so much more than we think Can you still hear me? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. <laughs> no worries. Um, but it's just crazy to just, I, I feel like so many people don't know all that goes in behind it and how much it really, really affects us. But like, for instance, I grew up, I am, I don't know how old you are. I'm younger-ish, but I'm not as young as Gen Z now, but I grew up when MySpace just came in, mm-hmm. you know, into the into the world. And I was, I don't know, maybe middle high school. Um, so I lived a good bit kind of, you know, without social media, at least not how early people get it now, but even with that, I remember it brought in new, um, new things to deal with in high school, you know, that I remember my parents didn't have to deal with. And now we've got, you know, so many different types of social medias and it's all kind of in our face and, you know, they have their own, own, um, what's the word kind of thing that they want to do with it yeah it's like it's like when you look at tiktok it's uh you know it's a great platform uh but it's also designed to be very addictive yeah and and teens especially it's very popular with them understandably so it's but you know what is what is going to be the long-term effect of shortening your attention span to such Mm -hmm. a you know, and, and uh, to, to such a small window and, and then the dopamine that you get from it. Uh, I don't know if younger generations are ready to kind of deal with that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, you know, we're a little bit older, we've kind of seen it so we can, like I, I personally, like when I went on and I was like, wow, this is like super addictive. I could lose a lot of time on this app. Yeah, yeah, I had to delete my <laughs> <because> Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, this is not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it, but I mean, we, you and I, we're older, so maybe we have that self-awareness, but kids, like it's for them, it'll be like a video game. They can spend hours on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah, when I downloaded TikTok, I think I downloaded like randomly at like 9 p.m., stayed up to like three in the morning and I was oh like, my- oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and time went by so quick. Yeah. Um, anyways, what about, so social media, like, you know, it has, it's bad and it has, it's good. Right. So I know you've, you've chatted a little bit about, um, creating meaningful connections on social media. How do you think, um, I've kind of two sides to that question. How do you think we can create meaningful relationships kind of personally, but then also meaningful co- uh, connections as business owners? Well, I mean, uh, you know, uh, the, the main thing that a lot of social media consultants and agencies talk about and promote is authenticity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find that's kind of ironic because the, the tools that are provided by these platforms actually remove the authentic nature of yourself and put, put forth like a filtered or, you know, uh, flashy kind of edited version of it, mm-hmm. uh, which is fine. I mean, it has its place, uh, but going through this, you know, COVID-19 and this lockdown. And I think a lot of people are kind of realizing things more now because they've, they've had an opportunity to kind of step away from the rat race, Mm -hmm. uh, reconnect with family and understand the importance of these things. Um, so I I know there were two parts to your question. Um, Mm -hmm. sorry, what was the second part? It was, you know, creating meaningful connections from on a personal level, but then also um, from a business owner perspective. Yeah, so it starts from authenticity. And uh, that's part of the reason why on tape reel, we don't have filters or edits or, you know, the production value is, is just you yourself. It's like you going to a sales meeting and pitching your business, like you Mm -hmm. show up as yourself and you present exactly who you are. And I think that helps build trust uh, between people and business owners. I mean, you end up buying from people that you trust. So the question is, how can you build trust? Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. You got to show up, you got to, you know, express yourself, uh, you got to share your journey, you got to be vulnerable uh, with all the ups and downs. And that I think, in the long run, people um, respect a little bit more. And uh, it helps them understand that, hey, you know what, you are an authentic business owner who is trying to grow or launch a business. And, um, you know, it, it just, uh, I, I think it makes the uh, the connection more real and meaningful mm-hmm. as a result mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, I love that answer. And I love, I love your social network. I think it's come at such a great time for, for us. Like, I think you said, like in COVID, I think a lot of people started looking at things differently and um, we started realizing, I think as a society, what really matters. And I will say, as we're chatting, I was kind of thinking back on, um, you know, just various people that I follow. And I feel like a lot, of, not a lot, but I, I do see more and more people, um, stepping away from filters. And I've, I think I listened to a podcast recently. I forget who it was, but it was a social media marketer. I want to say maybe it was Jasmine Starr, but she was saying that she does think people are going to be stepping away from filters because it's been, it's becoming so overdone almost at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, 
you know it what what it's doing psychologically especially for the for, for people i think is it's creating like a version of themselves that's online mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then a completely different version of themselves in real life and so how do we reconcile the two right yeah um, it's like well if i use this filter i'll look better i'll get more likes and so you're you you're caught in that uh cycle um of doing things to try and get more attention uh, as opposed to maybe adding value to your network or to your connections yeah Um, but you know i also find like traditional social media very noisy yeah it's just like and the more people you follow it's just it gets exhausting um yeah you're absolutely right i think about that yeah and so it's almost like i and i we wrote a blog post about this as well is that you know, there's this, uh, it feels like it's like an infatuation with speed and like instant information all the time. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I think there is an opportunity for slower social networks, slower platforms that are not just about, you know, getting that information into your face all the time. Yeah. It's yeah. more about you having control over it, you deciding what you want to play when you want to play it. And, um, you know, having that control over the the content that you're consuming, I think is very important. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think, and I, I do think a lot more people are realizing that now, like even like we mentioned, you know, Gen Z or the younger generation right now may not realize, but I think their parents are realizing, like, for instance, we have a four-year-old and we've definitely had conversations like we don't want him getting on the traditional social medias right now because we've seen how it affects us even as adults, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So I am just so excited to check out your app. Let us know how can we download it? Um, Is there anything else that you wanted to mention to kind of, you know, let people know why they need to download it right now? Sure. Uh, you know, uh, if you visit tapereel.com, you'll see a variety of tapes that people have been publishing. Um, so whenever you whenever you share something on tapereel, it gets published to tapereel.com. And uh, so there's the, the web exposure and then the app mm-hmm. exposure for it as well. Um, the, the main thing that, uh, you know, um, I think tapereel is designed for is social journaling or Mm. like social like keeping a a diary of your journey uh, in a social way and uh, you know I think that element alone just adds a little bit more meaning meaningfulness and uh, substance into the content that you will create so you're not just creating for the sake of creating or for the sake of exposure sometimes on other social platforms you just have to get out there right and yeah yeah always be in people's faces so you're so maybe there's not as much thought or, or uh, you know, intention that goes behind what you're posting. Um, so, and it comes back to slowing down and, and being more intentional about the content that you're sharing, right? It, and the objective of Tape Reel is not to go viral either, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not trying to, I mean, you could go viral on, on the platform. It's, it's not like it's not possible, but yeah, yeah. Um, that's not your motivation for posting. You're you're posting to share, to document your journey, uh, and to learn through conversation and uh, real life interactions with other people. And I think that 
core value or tenet is something that I hold very dear to my heart is and I don't want to let go of yeah you know many people have told me well, why don't you just allow pictures or text it'll just make it easier for people to post all the time <laughs> and I'm like well then I'll just end up doing what everyone else is doing yeah, like yeah I'm, I'm repeating the same cycle right yeah yeah and life is about breaking cycles and creating new cycles that actually move humanity and people forward um, I, I love that. And everything that you're saying, what the word that pops into my head is just, it's there to help you create the memories, right? Exactly, exactly. And, you know, it's like that photo album analogy I gave in the beginning, right? You have a you have one for your photos, but do you mm-hmm. have one for your authentic, like realistic life, something that documents how you approach something. And, and so uh, th- one of the reasons, uh, like we've c- tweaked the positioning on our website as well as is, is talking more about journaling journeying and having some goal that you want to strive towards and then and then you know documenting that journey so that others can learn from you know the maybe the ups and downs that you're experiencing mm-hmm. uh like even for startups like yeah I was just thinking that for, I feel like it'd be so fun for business owners to to document that for people to just watch and get inspired by Yes, to watch and get inspired by it. And in the process, they'll learn about your business. They'll understand what your motivations are, you know, uh, you know, how you're overcoming things. And if they, if there's a way for them to support and help you, like a lot of times people will chime in on different tapes that I post and say, mm. hey, you know, uh, I actually experienced it this way or, um, you know, have you tried X, Y, Z? So it's a way to gather like this unbridled feedback from, from people. Uh, from uh, your network. Uh, so I, you know, I, I also think it's beneficial for your own mental health and your own personal growth. The more you tape and express yourself, the better you'll be at articulating, uh, you're, the better you'll be at public speaking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because you're, you're creating this feedback loop, right? Like, oh, I'm yeah. talking, I have to explain something. And so how does that sound? Yeah. Uh, and, and that, that information is very valuable to help you optimize your business and get better at it. I love that. I'm excited to check it out. We will definitely put the link for it in our podcast show notes. Um, I just, I love it. I'm thinking like from business perspective, even from, I don't know, parents. I remember when my son was a baby, I have so many random videos saved to my phone that I didn't, you know, I'm not going to post every single one of them on Instagram or Facebook, but I'm like, dang, this is like such a perfect um, platform for that for even you know something as personal as that yeah like little little tidbits of uh, uh you know like things that we learn that I, I sometimes feel like when when you go online everything it feels like has been done yeah uh, you know every article feels like it's fluffy like yeah. you know like it's been written so many times and every time you do research it's like you're getting the same content just reworded differently yeah that's true <laughs> um but the you know uh, like little anecdotes of your life and experiences are far greater teachers. Like one example I can give, like uh, I've got lots of kids and sometimes they compete for attention, obviously, right? Mm -hmm. So this morning, uh, my elder son, he had a ball, a small ball, and my younger one wanted it, right? So, Mm -hmm. and and my older one's like, well, I got it first, it's mine. Like I I get to have it. And then I asked him, I'm like, well, you know what? He's your younger brother. He's crying. He's, he's upset. You know, it would be nice if you shared it. Like, do you want to share it? And he's like, no. <laughs> so, so my, my strategy kind of changed at that point. So I went to my younger one 
because he was really upset. And I said, oh, it's okay. You know what? Uh, I'll buy you uh, another one. I'll buy you a special ball. And as soon as I said that, my elder one came with the ball and just gave it to him. <laughs> <laughs> he just couldn't like tolerate the fact that the younger one's going to get something new. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So he's like, you know what? I'll, I'll forego this. You can have it. It's okay. I don't <laughs> want it. <laughs> So, you know, it's like these little, I think, experiences that we have, you know, get missed. Like they, it's almost like we used to hear these experiences from our ancestors or grandparents or parents' stories, right? Mm -hmm. I I think there's an opportunity for us to capture that so that we can learn from it and also share our learnings with other people. No, I love it. I love it. I'm so excited to check it out. Well, follow me on there. I'm, I'm at Ali and I'd love to network with you on there as well follow your journey awesome well thank you so much for joining me today i really appreciate your time hey thank you for having me on your show Uh, i really appreciate it as well if you've enjoyed this episode please hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and leave us a review with your main takeaways from this episode but thanks again for joining me today and i will catch you next time on the marketing mindset podcast